You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 154, Air Purifiers for Toxic Mold. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, today we are talking about air purifiers. Yes, one of the, probably one of the most common things that my clients ask me about, like what brand and what they should buy. And of course, I don't ever recommend a certain brand. If there's anybody out there that's representative with certain brands, we'd be more than happy to sponsor you, but I'm not going to talk about brands, nor do I really, for the most part, it's hard for me to recommend what brand. It would say be like saying what model of car should I buy. It depends. It all depends on yeah. what your needs are. It, and it blah, depends. Blah, blah. Where did this idea come from in, in people where they're connecting the idea of getting an air purifier with fixing mold problems in a house? Uh, you know... <laughs> It's like your check engine light on your car. When that comes on, you just hope it's a cheap sensor, um, meaning it's a cheap fix. They think if they're having indoor air quality concerns or they think a child's asthmatic or whatever, the first thing they typically think about, what are we going to do to improve the air quality? And that would typically be an air purifier. So that's why. It, and, and a lot of people think an air purifier would replace doing mold mitigation. Oh, okay. So that big money savings in right. their mind. Okay. Like I said, like the check engine light. You, okay. you want to just change out a sensor that you can do. You don't want to take it to the mechanic and find out that it's something expensive. Absolutely. Makes okay. Sense. Okay. That, so so trying to take a shortcut that really isn't a shortcut is what Right. And I'm not saying for our listeners, if you have them, that's why you're using them. They, you know, people say because they're asthmatic or whatever, just to help the air quality. And obviously that's a good thing, but most of the time... The intentions of our 
you know, clients wasn't to mask a mold infestation, but they were masking that, if that makes sense. So, so why would somebody have an air purifier in their home? What, what would be the purpose of doing that? Uh, no, different than like us when we say, man, I'm getting these headaches and so what do I do? I go turn on the air purifier and for some reason, you know, and I do it obviously because we want to improve the air quality, but that could help with VOCs and other things that are not mold related. So it, it would help obviously filter and clean the air. Same reason why we use air scrubbers for mold mitigation. So for people who don't have air purifiers, what you're saying is the air purifier, once you turn it on, it cleans the air in a closed system. Well, it should, but and not, doesn't open windows. Say it would. Doesn't I opening mean, windows to the yeah. To the, I mean, be, it wouldn't do the same, but you know, if you were to keep everything closed up, yes, an air purifier. If we it's just say we put it in this room, close the doors and windows up, it should improve the air quality in the room while it's running. If there's a mold problem in here or down in you know the area below it, crawl space or basement. You turn off that air purifier and there's still, then the air over, you know, a few hours would be contaminated again with whatever was impacting that air quality. Does that make sense? That that does make sense. So uh, It's like putting ice on an injury. Okay. It feels so, real good while it's working. But then once you turn it off, it just... Exactly. Okay. The, the closed environment goes back to the way it was. Exactly. Okay. So and that's why I bring up the whole, it can't replace... Mold mitigation. It, yeah, so it can't replace it. Now, you're, this is kind of, in people's minds, a cheaper fix. So how much do air purifiers cost? How much are it people spending? It really depends on what you're buying. Okay. And it, you know, I know that sounds really vague, but you can buy a little air purifier that sits on the desk. You can buy one that, you know, is for 800 square feet. You can buy one that's for 1,500 square feet. A lot of it depends, you know, mostly it would depend on the size of the area you're trying to, to use it in and the quality of it. But if you can buy an air purifier that you think is really good for a hundred bucks, it's probably not that good. I would say, so we're not talking about our air scrubbers, just so our listeners know. We're not talking about air, air scrubbers we use, but we have an air purifier that if we want to, we kick it on. We have two of them and they were like 500 a piece. So they're not cheap. But it all, and you've seen them. They're not very big. No, they're not very big. But I guess I, I sort of look at this whole air purifier thing like I look at the people who spend ridiculous amounts of money on vacuums. Like when the Dysons came out and people just went to thousands of dollars mm -hmm. on a Dyson. Nope. Nope, not spending it. If I'm spending 150, I feel like it's a heck of a lot of money. So, do you, is it the same? If they it's like the same concept, do you get what you pay for? Are, when there's you some of our money? listeners that you know. I grew up with with the vacuum that was one of those old Kirby's that they weighed 500 pounds. It seemed like you know which ones I'm talking about. No, but they probably heavy, were expensive. Real heavy, and it was you know some salesman that would come by and you know, that's who you buy it from. You make payments to them, and people swear by them. And I'm sure our listeners. Dyson, interestingly enough, they have air purifiers. And, and, and if they would like us to sponsor them, we'd be happy to, but we're not saying they're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's the same concept that they'll swear by them. And, and that's fine to each their own. You know, for us, we don't use them a whole lot. If we really had an issue, I know a good mold guy, so we don't really use them a lot. But I have clients that have one in every room or at least always have one in their bedroom they're always using. 
and they'll swear by it and say, well, if I don't use it, I wake up in the morning and I'm all stuffy and whatnot. And that's fine, maybe, you know. They can, that, that, and I'm not saying it's not improving their air quality, but my concern is, is what's causing the poor air quality issues. It's not because you're not running the air purifier. Well, and I would be curious to see what, what doctors would think about situations where if you're running air purifiers all the time in every room of the house and you're raising babies to children to adults in an air purified 24-7 environment, or even yourself, when you go to work where there aren't air purifiers, when a child goes to college where there aren't air purifiers, does because now your system is used to living in a controlled environment where air was purified 24-7, does that make you more susceptible to right. less clean I, air? I, I don't know. know. I don't the know. The easy answer to me would be yes, it would. To me, it's no different than you know when we talk about viruses and bacteria and COVID and the flu, you know. I, I believe, and this is my opinion, the people that think they're doing a good thing by literally every time somebody touches something, they clean it with Lysol, they think they're making it a cleaner environment. In my opinion, they're, you're, you're just diminishing what your, your immune system is capable of fighting off. And so that's not a good thing. And it's funny when you were talking about that with doctors, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have, have gone and gotten like cortisone shots in their knees or shoulders or backs, and, and they feel great for as long as they're working. But the doctors don't like it. Why is that? Because it's not fixing anything. Correct. It's just, it's masking the issue. Correct. So, you know, obviously I'm not an expert to answer the question you just brought up, but I, I from my profession, would say, no, that's a bad idea, you know, to... to condition your body and your immune system that the air has to be so clean absolutely you no know? that that makes sense and the body builds a tolerance to things and so if it doesn't have a tolerance right. to less clean air every time you go anywhere where there's less clean air you will not be able to withstand it exactly. the way another person who's not living in an air purified 24 7 home is right you know and it's you know, we grew up where we joke around and you know say we we used to eat dirt but we drank from hoses and you know, nowadays you got, I don't know how many different types of purified spring, whatever kind of water that's bottled water. Kids carry around hand sanitizers on their backpacks. We never did any of that. Yeah. So, and I believe, you know, once again, that's part of why the mold epidemic we're experiencing a lot of this, the things that we're seeing is because we're, we're trying to improve, you know, our quality of life, our air quality, our and a lot of it's just, you know, luxuries of having sheetrock on a wall. Well, there's a negative side to it also. And, you know, one of the negative sides is, is those just like the flu and COVID and all that is it mutates. So variants. And it's just it's the same thing with mold. It has to survive too. So And it will mutate whatever yep, way it allows it to survive. The tougher you make it for it to survive, the tougher it's going to be. So it's a it's kind of a no win situation. Um it might, once again, this, to our listeners, that's my opinion. I know there's a lot of people that just, they think that keeping everything literally Lysoled all the time is a good thing. I'm not, I don't think that's the best thing for our bodies or not for mine. Absolutely. So when would you recommend that, that a listener use an air purifier? Well, for certain circumstances, you know, if you do have a child, it's, it's the same thing as a humidifier. You know, if you have a sick child, you're going to put that humidifier in their room to help the air for, 
the air quality, it wouldn't really be air quality, but the air that that, that child's breathing. It's the same thing, you know, if, say you have someone that's asthmatic or whatnot. That's okay. To, and, and to run air purifiers all the time, is it a bad thing? I'm not saying necessarily it is. My concern is, is, is what is it masking? So, but, you know, for our listeners, when would you use one? Well, you know, if you you have your grandchild over that's asthmatic, you might want to put it in their room. But if you notice that you're running an air purifier all the time, and when you don't, and you go somewhere where there isn't one, you probably have an air quality issue wherever you're using that, if that makes sense. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. So if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, well, maybe I should get an air purifier just to have one, just in case, what factors are important when they're choosing an air purifier? Well, like we were talking about earlier is, is the size of it. Um, what type of filtration systems on there? It could be electrostatic air filters. It was like we mentioned with the other brand earlier. It says it's filterless. You know, there every air purifier has different quality, or I'll just say qualities that it has, you know, and it, obviously a lot of that's based on the price you're going to pay. So, as I said, so for our listeners, you know, don't reach out to me and say, hey, what what one do you recommend? I don't recommend any, any specific one. They all have the, the pros and cons, and they're going to have to be like you and check all the comments or all feedback the yep. Yep, before they buy one. Um, but the w- most important is the size, the size of room, how much money you're going to spend, and what type of filter it has on it. Okay, so what's your call to action for people? Well, we, we're obviously talking about air quality, and if you know, you're know you used to an air purifier and you don't have one, and you notice that you it's make your you feel worse or feel like you're sick without it running, there's an air quality issue and you need to have it tested. Have your home tested for for mold. Um, a lot of indoor air quality specialists, we can get to the bottom of, you know, what it is that's causing problems, whether it's VOCs or mold. But have your, have your home tested, preferably by a professional run air testing. Is it a good idea to have all of that testing done before you introduce an air purifier into the home so you have a baseline? Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. And if to, to our listeners, if you are going to have your home tested, you don't want to have your windows open, be running air purifiers or fans right before the the specialist comes in and tests. Because it's, I'm not going to say it's contaminated, but it's not. You're going to have skewed numbers. It's not accurate. You want to know, you kind of want it like a radon test. You want it kind of a closed conditions to see. What's really in the house. Yep. What's really going on. And then how soon should they test it after introducing something like an air purifier? Just to see whether the air purifier is actually well, doing anything. As far, I mean, for our listeners, they should know from their health if that air purifier is doing anything. I personally wouldn't run a test just to see. Okay. That's me. Yeah. Because testing gets expensive. And it, to me, it's meaningless to... to run an air test after you get an air purifier just to see. I mean, if people have that kind of money, give me a call. I mean, I'm more than happy to run a bunch of air tests, but it's usually not feasible. Absolutely. And so a lot of the reason why you built the the VPAs, the virtual property assessments, is to help people understand key things in their home that could be adversely impacting their air quality. Yes. And the VPA, you know, the purpose behind that is, you know, it can serve as, well, it is a property inspection, but it could serve like as an inspection if you're buying a home, but also 
for for people that already live in their homes, it's something where we can we can do the VPA and we could say, okay, we should run air tests, or no, here's what you need to do next. We find mold, you need to have it mitigated. We know what the next steps are to improve the air quality in their home if they do a VPA. All right. Well, then be sure to check out virtual property assessments at cnccontractorservices.com. You've heard it from the expert. We will talk to you next time. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.